0: Tell that rocket man to be quiet. It's China Spoilers. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of China Spoilers, a weekly podcast about making movies and living in China. I am your host, Emily, and with me as always is Peter. And um, yeah, we're coming to you live to tape from lovely Whoop Woof Studios in Lujo, Sichuan, China. This week our main topic is going to be archiving and storing a library of videos and f- photos and more. Very exciting.
1: Super exciting.
0: But we're going to kick things off with a check-in. How's your uncle? So, how's how's your uncle, Peter?
1: It's pretty good. We've got beautiful weather.
0: we got beautiful... Yeah. Lujo in the fall alternates between... Still, the best summer you ever lived through with beautiful blue skies, and just the other days are terrible rain. (laughs) But you live for you live for those blue sky days, and we've had a nice weekend of two blue sky days.
1: Yeah, I would say that this is maybe our 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 mid autumn holiday week of pure spring bliss. What?
0: Yeah, it's been pretty. I mean, it's been. Well, it's been, if you're an afternoon per- person, <laughs> that perfect, it's a little rainy in the morning and then the afternoon and evening are gorgeous, so.
1: This is what I imagined when people said, they called Kunming the spring city. Oh, yeah. When people said that, they, that it's always beautiful. I anticipated <laughs> this week, and that's why we, I felt we moved there for a year. Yeah. It was a lie.
0: Yeah, well, cause also yeah. spring city, they think it's like 50 degrees Fahrenheit is like nice spring temperature and we think 70 degrees, which it's been here all week, is the ideal temperature.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so there's a little disagreement between us <laughs> and and general common Chinese knowledge.
1: As much as you don't want to think that California exists, this is that 72 72 degrees, beautiful, yeah.
0: What were we uh, Look smart we were watching oh, yeah. last night, which is also they go to school in LA and so I'm from New York and I do not believe that California exists. And it it makes me think this is from this is why it doesn't exist is all the schools are like <laughs> outdoors, but it's also nice out all the time. And they're like that the cafeteria is outside. <laughs>
1: The playground is just, it keeps going to the cafeteria the, this and becomes is designed
0: classroom. designed by people who have never been a place before where it <laughs> rains all the time and it snows in the winter.
1: It does up north of California.
0: We get Seattle. Which also doesn't exist. Seattle, California. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I wanted to tell you, mm. this video game I've been playing, I just downloaded this video game, Don't Starve. Um, which I think came out a couple years ago.
1: Is this the one where you've got the little guy with the hair that? Yeah, it was kind of around. like the
0: Charles Adams artwork. Mm-hmm. Which is what attracted. To, I, I like a game that is like cartoony and, and cool looking.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, oh, if you can hear that in the background, all morning this has not been happening. And just as we were setting up to film, our neighbors are renovating, and so this drill noise just started. I mean, it was going on all week, but. Sunday we were hoping there would be Yeah, usually it's the best for t- these guys. <laughs>
1: it tends to be during your regular work day, between like nine to six or whatever, which yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Everyone should be at work or school. But
0: And basically there's no situation in China where you're not gonna have to go through your neighbors renovating the apartment. Yeah. So
1: And that's a you're sense. gonna have to
0: deal with that drill noise for a week or two at some point. <laughs>
1: In that sense, we we're, we're kind of lucky that it usually happens on the work day.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And it, it's incredibly loud, so it's very upsetting. But,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> that's when it happens. Yeah. We But we've, we've had So if, if you hear
0: that... We're used to the it, background. we won't even notice it. Yeah. Well, I will. It drives me But that's what that is, is our neighbors are, are renovating their apartment. Hope it looks nice. But anyway, mm-hmm. so this video game... Um, Having not, I played video games as a kid. We had a little NES, Nintendo, um, and I liked, you know, the basic ones: Zelda, Mario. Does it Tetris? <laughs> Anything puzzle game, and then Final Fantasy. I love Final Fantasy one, one through seven. I would say before. I mean, then then after that, the ten is a great game. Or the, what's the one?
1: I have lost total. Ca- what, I, I mean, even
0: the, know what the the later ones are awesome games but I can't play them on my little Linux laptop with an emulator so I kind of put them, we don't have a console so I put them in a different category but I'm always looking for like a good game that has like puzzle solving is not too dependent on hand-eye coordination because I don't have it Um... but it's funny to like dive back into this world as an adult and realize like oh all these games now have like genre names when I was a uh-huh. kid, I didn't feel like there was genre so much, or, like, I downloaded Owlboy, which I ended up not liking, but you were mm. like, it looks like a Metroidvania yeah. game,
2: which How, is, yeah. that's
0: like a, a genre of video
1: game. <laughs> Some kind of side-scroll, like, and I guess, yeah. I mean, I understand but retro. But you specifically yeah. mentioned
0: Castlevania.
1: Yeah, it had even, like, the same, like, rock formations. And, yeah, and,
0: and it's, I mean, it was designed to be this retro throwback, but I didn't, I didn't like... I didn't like Metroidvania style games when I was when they first came out mm-hmm. and I don't like them now, so I would, i put it down. But then like the genre I really do like, I like our I like the JRPGs. Uh, J? Japan uh. r- 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 RPGs roleplay <laughs> games. <Jeez. laughs> um, and I like adventure games, I think they're called. Mm. Which are like those LucasArts puzzle games where you have to like find the spatula to jimmy open the door and then get the horse to fall asleep so you can steal his false teeth kind of thing which it turns out like after doing some research there's really only the one company lucas arts and then double fine later this is the one Tim Schafer there's like one guy mm. who makes games I really really like and he doesn't make them fast enough <laughs> and if you know differently tell me because I'm dying for games like that if you, if you know a know Dave the Tentacle like game um,
1: that's a comment link to use tell it
0: in the comments <laughs> so this has turned into a naked plea for what are video games <laughs> that look like uh, but I'm playing Don't Starve which is a survival game open sandbox survival game which is another category and the whole aim of the game is not to starve to death. (laughs) It's like a grim, grim game. Um, Just like life. Just like life. Yeah. And so you have to like find food, mine rocks and collect wood and different materials so you can build better and better stuff. So your survival becomes a little more easier. Um, And then you have to combat animals and freakier and freakier animals keep coming after you, which last night I was playing before bed and I got killed by a bat, which I was like, in a total, like it was a tense game, Um, I was killed by a bat and then I went to sleep and had dreams about getting killed by bats, it was not a good game to play before bed.
1: And we don't have killer bats here, but we do have bats
0: in town. We do have bats, but they don't come in our house so far. So far. And they don't attack people.
1: (laughs) Um, They do fly in giant swarms over the city though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so was like, good night I was, to sleep tonight. yeah I've been playing that video game, but it is also then like there's a mode you can play and I'm playing it on super easy mode because I'm not I'm not trying to die every five seconds. but it still is like you can play it in a mode where you you avoid all the animals and you collect berries and blah 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 and it's very calm. But then to get the better resources, you have to fight the animals. And mm-hmm. that gets really tense, and so it turns out that's a bad idea to play right before bed. <laughs>
1: you made me nervous just watching you fight the frogs that were.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Those were just frogs.
0: Yeah, but, and I kind of, when I stop playing for the night, you know, like when you're playing a video game and you could just play forever and ever, mm-hmm. I get to a point with the game Always. where I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore. Mm-hmm. It has a high frustration level. And so I do kind of, even, I've been playing for a couple weeks and I'm like, I don't know if I like this game or not. Mm. But it has good artwork. If good artwork goes a long way with
2: me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. The other thing is our eighth anniversary in China is coming mm. up. Which I don't know if you realize, mm. I was just hanging up the laundry. It will be the eighth anniversary of our brown tamils, too. Oh. Oh. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are old towels.
1: No, I did not know. Yeah,
0: because we bought those. That was like our second night in China when we were like, Sarah, we have no stuff. Can you take us someplace to get stuff?
1: Do you remember them when our blue towels appeared?
0: I don't remember. I don't have them dated. (laughs) I think, though, we still bought those our first year, so they might be turning eight as well.
1: Well, interesting that they've held, held up so well. They look almost like the same towel.
0: I wonder if that's because we do not have a dryer. Uh-huh. And dryers, I do think, are supposed to shorten the life of your linens and clothing. Because, mm. like, how long is a towel supposed to last? I don't
1: know. I feel like some people have towels, like, their whole lifetime.
0: Yeah. But, what... Uh, are those people right? <laughs> In the head? <laughs> I mean, like, how often are you supposed to buy towels? In they the do, comments. They do all have... A kind of musty smell that's hard to shake. Uh-huh.
1: Um, I just assume that's Lujo though.
0: Yeah, I mean Lujo has a musty smell that's hard <laughs> to shake. <laughs> and they're not like super soft anymore but I don't think they were really so super soft to begin with. No,
1: well they weren't expensive towels.
0: They were not expensive towels. We bought them at the supermarket.
1: Um, well, there you go, See best. Yeah,
0: at the same time as our little red stool. <laughs>
1: You can you can go all the way back to our blog in the first like couple of
0: oh yeah yeah you can see our photos Uh, of
1: towels.
0: (laughs) We had like we had no Chinese so we couldn't like go out in the world and do anything. So we like went to class and then we went to this one supermarket Mm -hmm. we knew and like bought stuff for the apartment and then we're like we have to take pictures. (laughs) So our uh, first two months of our blog is just like
1: taking pictures of housewares.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we were so excited. I remember when you moved to the microwave in and we had all that counter space. It like, whoa, this is a completely different kitchen.
1: Because we're at the grocery store and we were like, with our helper, our teacher helper was trying to show us the things that we need to buy, but they weren't the things that we were expecting. Like we couldn't figure out trash bags. Because,
0: and she couldn't figure out yeah, what we were talking about either.
1: They're essentially, everyone has little tiny trash bags. You put them in little tiny wastebaskets and you just take them out to the trash and we're like looking for like, where are your hefty, hefty, hefties? Yeah. And we're trying to tell her like, no, she's like, do you sleep in them? I don't know what you're talking about. Like these are...
0: And this was our second night in China, so we were super jet lagged. Yeah. We were super culture shocked. And yeah, we were just like...
1: Nothing seemed to make sense. I
0: think we need stuff, but I don't know what stuff we need.
1: We, we we filled up a, a shopping cart full of things, yeah. and the towels were probably in them, yeah. along with a, a red I stool remember. and some, like, eventually we found these trash bags and maybe a bunch of of chopsticks or something. Yeah. Some salt. No, it took us a no, no, of salt. No, no, we for a while thought that there was no salt in China. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was one of the things. We were like... I guess they just don't use salt. <laughs>
1: Meanwhile, we live only like a, an hour or two away from the salt capital of the planet or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, oh, oh, and the, she like came shopping with us and was like, it was really, it was after she took us to dinner. And we were like, we need stuff. Can you show us where the store is? She's like, oh yeah, I'll take you shopping. So there was like a time pressure of like, it's the end of her day. Mm-hmm. She wants to go home and she's like watching us kind of have a mental breakdown about living in a new place and not understanding it. And I remember they didn't have, like, good looking towels. Like, I don't like that we have brown <laughs> towels. They're ugly towels. And I, I just remember they were the plainest looking towels. Or some, something made them yeah. better looking than the rest of well, them. a lot of, like... And she was just standing there like, what towels do you want? And like, <laughs> ah!
1: She's just like... Take these ones with like elephants on them. Yeah. We're like, yeah. no, but they're pink. And there's like little kids. They're for kids. Why are they so small? Yeah. This yeah.
0: she's like, well, how about this? How about stop helping? I need a second to collect my thoughts. But uh, we can't get home without you. So we can't.
1: Yeah. We don't even know where we are. We
0: can't tell you to say, say like, thank you for showing us. You can go home <laughs> now. We do yeah. need you to stay while we're making these crazy decisions.
1: We don't even know how to get to the cash register. Yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I don't think we had any cash on us even. Yeah. And she meant it paid for it,
1: actually. I think she did. And then the next day, she told us to meet her up front of the school where she's going to take us for dinner all day long and show us all the sights and the new school out in the countryside.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. And meanwhile,
1: the entire time we were panicking because the day after we had to start lessons and we had no lessons plans. And
0: no one had told us like anything about no. how to do that job. We didn't
1: even know where on the face of the planet we were.
0: They had given us, so we got that job from a friend of a friend and the, the friend of a friend was here, his stated goal was to write a screenplay and then just do this job. So like he was de- definitely not committed to teaching, so I don't know what his classes were like. But so she gave us one of his PowerPoints that he used to like deliver his class, and mm-hmm. it was just like six pictures of buses or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but the class is 40 minutes, what did you do?
1: We're just gonna show buses and say <laughs> yeah. bus over and over again.
0: So that was a, our only guide as to what was supposed to happen in the class and we were freaking out. And it was, <laughs> man, that was a long time ago. Eight years. Eight years ago.
1: As of Tuesday.
0: As of Tuesday, it's exciting.
1: By the time you're watching this at home, we'll be eating barbecue. At the newest, hippest barbecue place that we found.
0: Yeah. Which segues us into out and about. Here's where we went out this week. So we found a new barbecue place by the amusement park that's not far from
1: our house. Overlooking the Tu'o. Yeah the
0: Tu'o River mm-hmm. um, which is a tributary of the Yangtze.
1: Yeah it flows into, right?
0: That's a tributary, right? That
1: flows, yeah flows in to the Yangtze on the other side of yeah. our peninsula that we live on. Yeah
0: and um, so around the, the amusement park has been there for three Four. four. I think like four or five years because I feel like it was there before we left Lee John. It was. Um, but I feel like it was only this past year where we've actually seen people go to it.
2: And I even, mean that, that yeah.
0: area has been slowly building up around it but it's not a popular amusement park.
1: Like yeah, I mean we go there on the weekends. And there's still—it's not like it's—it's it, it's not super
0: busy. It's, ever.
1: it's funny because there's all the there's fake Transformers and Mickey Mouse and Marvel characters oh yeah, the, the and
0: confusion of ripped off intellectual property. Yeah, and property. it's called
1: Spirits Land because we're the alcoholic city. Yeah, yeah. and then you so you would expect it, its all gilded up to look like it. there'd be like a billion people there on the weekend. Yeah, but it kind it of looks a like high an capacity, old capacity, but yeah, it looks like some kind of ghost town with like a little boy jumping in and out of. Like yeah. fountains and stuff and...
0: The water park part seemed busy this summer.
1: Yeah, that's usually... Because they have like live shows and stuff too.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: We can hear them rocking out.
0: Yeah. But so there's like a lot of restaurants around the outside of it. Because it's not... you. There's like small restaurants inside of it. But it's not a Disneyland kind of thing. Yeah. It's more like a smaller... It's a
1: spirits land kind of thing. Smaller
0: than Six Flags kind of thing. So like, Definitely. If you wanted to go eat... You'd probably leave the park. Yeah. And so there are all these restaurants around it, which I feel like the restaurants do are, more business than the more more
1: amusement park. Business.
0: Yeah. Um, but there's one that we've been driving by that had a nice outdoor area we could see from CAP as we go by um, that overlooked the river. And we finally yeah. went and. We went twice (laughs) better than we thought it would be (laughs) we
1: were just going for aesthetic purposes but it turned out it's some of the best barbecue we've had in town yeah a little pricier for it but
0: yeah barbecue barbecue culture is really huge in our city which i was going to say did we talk about this on our podcast but i think we talked about this with john scoble Mm. that like the thing to do: school kids stuff for barbecue on the way home, or like after you've been out drinking, you go and have barbecue. And it can be anything from like a literal grill and some table and chairs just set up on the street to an actual restaurant situation. And
1: it wasn't. We've it, been to all kinds. <laughs> it, was, it was mostly a street thing when we first got here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't say. know what the culture was per se, but. We, when we had a, 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 our first balcony, decided that we wanted a barbecue, and everyone thought it was crazy. And we yeah. finally found one barbecue in town, and we had to like track down charcoal at all the restaurants and stuff, and buy them in weird little bags. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, just one day, possibly because I mean, the, the the camping culture mm-hmm. all of a sudden boomed while we were here over the eight years. Yeah. It became. Places like Chengdu are good stopping points for a lot of visitors before they go off into the mountains. So they buy some gear. Yeah. And then I think it just leaked over into our town, and now it becomes people are buying like little pup tents to go sit in the park and yeah, for the afternoon yeah. like, and like, bring barbecues. Like,
0: like Labor Day, mm-hmm. um, two years ago, our friend organized a party. He brought a grill. He prepared like spicy chicken wings and stuff and good stuff.
1: Which yeah, eight years ago we were like, where? How do you guys barbecue? And they're like, that guy over there. Yeah, or that yeah. Guy it, was over a, there. it was a thing you the, went
0: to. It's not a thing you do at your own home or, yeah. or under your own power. Which
1: we even like. We, we didn't know what to call it. We, we were, like you know on fire, and they're like BBQ, BBQ. Yeah.
0: We're
1: like, <laughs> BBQ. How fun.
0: Yeah, and but and it's different. It's not the same as like. There is a grill involved, but it's not hamburgers and hot dogs. Mm. Um, chicken wings crossover. True. And.
1: And again, we're Sichuan, so everything yeah, is spiced unless spicy. you specifically. Say they it. just
0: like put anything on a stick and grill it. Any anything meaning vegetables and and little meat shish kebabs.
1: The weirder it gets, is the more expensive it gets.
0: Yeah. I would I, say. I guess specialty stuff would be.
1: Yeah. So it's not it isn't, like necessarily like you're not gonna like wander into liver or brains unless you know it because you're gonna pay for it.
0: Well, but liver and brains aren't cheap. Well there's
1: But they they don't put it on barbecue, it's mostly like a, a piece of broccoli or something.
0: We don't choose that at barbecue. It's there though. Yeah,
1: but they're on special plates. They you are you, on you buy place. like a brain.
0: Okay. Or well brain, because you, <laughs> you can't put a brain on a stick. You can't put a brain on a stick. But I've seen like livers on sticks or like chicken hearts on yeah, sticks. Yeah, they have it, but
1: I th- isn't it a more pricey dish that, is, that goes off to the side, like in special baskets or... I don't know.
0: I don't know
1: about it. We that. never looked at the price, I guess.
0: Yeah. We just don't... We bypass that <laughs> <laughs> Um But this place was good. They had like... Why it's more expensive is they have the actual restaurant and it's a nice place and there's a bathroom and there's a nice <laughs> overlook. But also the quality of the meats and the vegetables is better. They have... You can also get... Um, Oh, fish barbecue is a big Mm. specialty of the area, and that you can get from small to large places. They all do that, and it just is like a fish and tofu and greens all thrown on a platter. It's interesting too because it is
1: a scaled thing of like, like this restaurant we're talking about right now is Mm -hmm. a very fancy upscale restaurant. It's in a nice part of town. It's a nice sit-down place with a beautiful view, and you get a beautiful dish and everything, but we get the same dish if we go out to the countryside where a guy smacks a fish onto the (laughs) the sidewalk until it's dead and then makes it up, and it's just a sidewalk food, but it is essentially the same dish,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: it's just, uh, like, like, I wonder, like, it's one of those, like, salt of the earth people's dishes yeah, kind of like yeah. things of like everyone eats this everyone has beans everyone has rice yeah it's just a matter of like did you get the good rice yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and how indoors is your kitchen yeah <laughs> but yeah that was always fun so we had a place out in the semi-countryside in Tyane.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: um we had a barbecue place we'd go to and they would <laughs> you just see them they had like a, a bucket of fish live fish and then when you chose a fish they they really would just whack it against mm-hmm. the curb and then scale it right there. And there was a cat who hung out like, the this for me? And the kids. And little, the kids, yeah, like little, to watch it.
1: They'd all like gather around and be like, ah, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, so that barbecue was good. And... Oh, yesterday, again, we had that beautiful blue sky day. And on a, on a blue sky day in Lujo, if you don't go outside, you're a fool. Mm-hmm. They don't come often enough.
1: And it's not just us. Yeah, the entire everybody, city comes everybody out.
0: Everybody goes out. And so we went out to the White Tower, which is a very Chinesey, traditional-looking monument that we've inquired several times about like the significance and the history. And the most information we really got is... It's the White Tower.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a tower. Yeah. And it is white.
0: Yeah. And they used to have a whole bunch of street vendors and and food stalls and like they would set up little children's activities and the crowd would be so bustling and super fun and now the police are cleaning up the city and so all that's gone um, which is kind of a bummer actually
1: yeah and I mean it looks nice it's all maintenanced and there's
0: yeah, yeah it and looks it's clean and
1: beautiful but there's nobody but there's in it other than a to walk to place to yeah. walk to the police.
0: Yeah, cuz there's art like gallery. there's a big square and then there's stores around the side, but those stores they're like baby clothes stores. It's not yeah. it's not an a replacement for what was lost. Um but we went there with the intention of filming a little bit around the tower and being and getting like some kind of crowd shots, but because there's nothing there anymore and it's all in direct sun. No one was hanging out in the square. <laughs> and the white tower is under construction so you can't actually get close enough to it to get the shot that we wanted, so that was like...
1: Once again, when we first got here,
0: the yeah.
1: tower was fine. You could walk right up almost into it. Yeah. And then it was under construction for like four years.
0: Yeah. And then repainted it for a while. And
1: it was fine. Yeah. And now it's back <laughs> under construction. I don't think anything happened.
0: Yeah. They're not not
1: repainting a different color. It's not becoming the orange tower.
0: Is it a boondoggle? (laughs) Is this this our big dig? (laughs) Boston people, you know what I'm talking
1: about. (laughs) Boston people.
0: Um, But yeah, so we went with the intention of filming this and then, you know, have to be ready for plans to change. We instead got noodles at the one noodle place that survived the the cleanse. (laughs) That's like way in the back corner.
1: Which I think is... I'm pretty sure it's just for people that like work in the stores that are around the shop. Oh, side. that
0: makes sense. Yeah.
1: Because it's it's not a place where, like, it, people weren't lining up like coming from around town or anything. Yeah. It literally is like a hole on the side of a building. Yeah. With a couple of. Tables, but it was so.
0: good. It was really good.
1: Yeah, we um, we ended up eating there a bunch of times yeah. throughout the years. And
0: Fresh noodles. Yeah. A, a fun, fun atmosphere. We like the we like the street side. Or the sidewalk seating. <laughs> we like eating in Alley's. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> and
0: then, yeah, the, on the way out of the square, we found they had... So, there, in this square, there's also a fountain that we've never, ever, ever, ever seen turned on. <laughs> we A friend told us that maybe it's on, like, every other Saturday or something to conserve mm-hmm. water. But we've never, ever seen it turned on. Which is
1: on. pretty standard for a lot of public areas and private. Like, there's beautiful fountains all over the city and yeah. I think all over cities in general oh, okay. in China yeah And but they're never turned on
0: yeah in, in our last apartment complex before this one there was a huge water feature and stairs and like it must have been really impressive if they ever had turned it on but they didn't and mm-hmm. so now all they they like maintained it after it rained and filled up with rainwater. They <laughs> they cleaned it and emptied it and I I think it is it looks impressive initially, and then there's a pain. Maybe yeah. they're expensive to keep them and It must be waste really expensive. Water yeah. I don't know. So, yeah.
1: Because it isn't, yeah, just, it's elaborate, like Bellagio fountains that are like shooting water and shoots of uh, pathways yeah, that go down areas shows. and into. Yeah, yeah, it's it's way over. that's say like, everything is. Done Vegas size as much as yeah. possible.
0: but then like there's no money to yeah actually keep or, it going, or, or they don't want to spend
1: money. Yeah, that's I think it. Yeah. like they're just like this is ridiculous. I'm gonna turn the lights on today. Yeah, it's
0: not so much like dereliction as like no. Yeah. We enticed you with this water feature, and now we're yeah. not turning <laughs> it on. <laughs> Everyone
1: moved in. I don't. You know, i do not have who on am it.
0: I selling to, Dan?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> you already live. Yeah,
1: you're home from work. It's six o'clock.
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: But anyway, so, kind of on top of where this fountain is that doesn't turn on, they had a little photo, a public photo exhibit, <laughs> so we looked close, and they're like, I, was, I thought they yeah. were nice photos. They are well composed. And
1: we might even know the photographer for all yeah. week
0: <laughs> um, But then we realized that the theme of the photography exhibition was, aren't the police great? <laughs> um, which is kind of funny. <laughs> um, and I, I do think... Since really last year, Chinese New Year, there's been, like, a big push to, like, improve the police's standing in, in the community. Yeah. Because <laughs> now we also, in addition to, like, the home visits saying, like, this is your police officer, give us a call if you ever need us, or see crime. Mm-hmm. Um, her, our community police officer, she has a big, there's a big poster in our lobby and she's got a picture, like, glamour <laughs> shot and, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny
1: well and then the, the this exhibit is not only as like a big public thing like it isn't just kind of posted up on bulletin boards like it was like something like news flash these are like artsy photos and while some of them are like some nice shots of teams marching or something in squares but like some of them are like the young guys like practicing all their different militarized moves. like So there's like blur action shots with their like oh, teeth. Oh, yeah, and like, yeah. You know,
0: super, super... Like
1: they look like cover... Action movie. Yeah, magazine, movie, movie. Like yeah, kind of like, yeah.
0: Like a Time magazine spread on, on War Torn.
1: Yeah. And whatever kind of like... I the, mean,
0: it was, it was not depicting war, but it was that, that flavor of photojournalism of like gritty and real and action.
1: They're in training like with the special like here's the money that we spend on shields and batons and right, so like they're right. all, all like posed with like action blurs around it's them and streams of light. soft
0: and... culture show of force. Yeah <laughs>
1: well because it, it, I mean I would say like if I was a little boy walking past it I'd look at that and go like I want to do that when I grow oh, up. Oh yeah
0: yeah a lot of my kids say they if what well, in that lesson
1: they say they would like to be police. Yeah it looks freaking cool. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, it's also that is your art. Right. That right. was created this week for the senator yeah, of the, the city. Yeah, that's the public
0: art is, <laughs> is Yay police. Yay, yeah, right. Um And then another not us going out, but other people going out. So our apartment is between two pretty big KTV palaces. <laughs> um, karaoke. They're not they, even bars, they're like huge. They're,
1: they, they look like small coliseums, like yeah. one literally is shaped yeah. like a coliseum.
2: And they're like
0: a hotel, like, they're just private rooms, private rooms. If you've never done karaoke in Asia, it's not like you're in front of the bar and you sing. You get a private room with your friend and you order drinks and food and like... It's, it's a whole huge thing. Um, so we have two of those establishments on either side of our apartment. And last Sunday night, the end of the holiday, 1 30 in the morning, I'm in bed and I just hear this screaming bloody murder outside. And it's a like if I don't know if people outside of New York know the Kitty Genovese, I don't is her name Kitty Genovese or Kitty Genovese? Depends on how Italian she was. But anyway, it's a it's a story that kind of kicked off the study, the psychological study of the bystander effect, which is that if so. someone is in trouble bystanders will all assume somebody else is going to step in to help, so they do not themselves step in to help. So with that in mind, I was like, okay, I'm assuming someone else is gonna step in to help, but no, bystander effect. So I look out the window and I see, the from the, the tenor of the screaming, it sounded like someone was maybe laying bloody in the road mm-hmm. or like getting shoved in a trunk or blah, blah, blah. And it's just like a group of young people on a corner not there's no physical I'm pretty I'm on the 28th floor but I can see there's no pushing there's no <sighs> physical altercation no one is dead no one is got
1: no street skirmish yeah
0: and and in fact the guys with her are you know backing off and like giving her space so I'm like okay I guess she's okay but it still was like it's disturbing and so I Well
1: and we we sort of live our neighborhood is a big what like with a medium there's like six lanes of of road yeah. in between a giant canyon of 30 story buildings yeah so and they're all they're not all like new york tightly knit there's a little bit of of flow area in between each building yeah. so it all acts as this giant canyon of echo when there's no cars or anybody out yeah,
0: at yeah. Two o'clock so in the her, morning her so her screams were like filling the neighborhood um and then I came in here to, to chalk it over with you because I was upset <laughs> not upset but like shaking a little bit like she's just can you hear her screaming because mm-hmm. it was it went on for a long time um but no one looks like they're really in trouble I think she's maybe and then you mm-hmm. had the observation
1: well they also just really quickly is that there is does tend to be a, a, a tendency for with that effect of like a lot of, if there's an accident in the street, a lot of people gather around, and they all kind of like, just kind of watch. Yeah,
0: that's true, there, that's there is true. like People gather.
1: There's a gather that without like, with, I mean, what am I gonna do, I'm not a doctor, I don't know. Some maybe somebody might call, but this is the middle of the night, so, there's that, like, is there, we're surrounded by thousands and thousands of people in our neighborhood, Yeah. am I the only one that hears this? Right. So, right. this happened to me, like when we first moved to this neighborhood,
0: because Peter's t- tends to stay up later. Yeah,
1: so like the first and the second or third time that I hear screaming bloody murdy- murder in the middle of the night, it's absolutely upsetting until I realize that, like, oh, we live next to a bunch of KTV houses. Oh, everyone's just getting out of KTV, and somebody's drunk, and somebody's broken up with somebody.
0: Yeah, and, or someone's mad at somebody. Yeah,
1: and it doesn't... I've never seen it, like... It's never like a bunch of dudes that are getting into a fist fight and breaking bottles or anything like that. It's usually somebody, some guys, broken up with a girlfriend or something like that. And Mm -hmm. she's had enough of it. And she's telling the entire neighborhood.
0: Yeah. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And then like, it feels like super misogynist to be like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Chinese girls do just scream when they're drunk. But it is also true. It's kind of a... Thing mm-hmm. for Chinese young women to get super drunk and then be upset and then just start screaming. And I imagine
1: most places Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it is screaming young teenagers are Yeah. Because
0: I mean there's there's male hooting and like there's there's the loudness of, yeah. of being drunk late right. at night and you're on your way home. But because then it happened again last night and I was like
2: I, don't know <laughs> I got this.
0: <laughs> but it was like, because that's the first time it woke me up, and she just was like screaming for like ten minutes. <laughs> oh. I think early on,
1: too. Again, we live on a busy street. The and it, it happened that there, there was a car crash, and so that was the only time I ever heard it. Heard like a big commotion outside. Yeah, but we also so, heard the
0: car crash.
1: Yeah, I think you usually hear. There's something else happens. Yeah. Before people start screaming. Then you know it's a danger,
0: right? When right. it's all of
1: a sudden just a bunch of high pitched screaming, now we know like, oh, KTV's been let out.
0: Yeah. But and maybe if we called the police, they'd be like, "Do you see anyone injured? It's just KTV." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, okay, thanks.
1: Because there's nobody else. There's no lights going on in anybody's apartment or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. So that's another. I guess,
0: and that's a good point. I I didn't put it together when there has been actual injury or bad things are happening. Crowds gather. Oh, yeah. And someone does call the police. So maybe... I wonder if bystander effect is cultural. Mmm. Study that, psychologists. <laughs> um, do it. <laughs> and because people... People do get involved here. Yeah. Whether... Sometimes they'll, like, join the fight. <laughs> but <laughs> they do get involved.
1: Also, there's... Um, again, it's a big country. And it... it we live in a tiny town and so anything that happens is is something happening in the street that's like I, what, are you gonna go back to the your restaurant and your noodle hut and watch your boring T V? Like
2: Yeah. Usually yeah.
1: you're watching like some kind of old T V war drama and if something happens in the street, ooh, now we got something to yeah. watch for like an hour.
0: Yeah. I mean we don't.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> when we see those
0: crowds we're like, let's go a different yeah. way.
1: I think that's probably a safe bet for Wherever you're a foreigner,
0: when yeah, you see a lot yeah. of people together, a, if you get a going. There's crowd. Don't hang out. There's,
1: there's no reason for you to be there. This yeah. is not.
0: <laughs> That's a situation that could become. You don't know how it's gonna go, and your presence could, right, <laughs> make something bad happen. Um, but let's let's talk about a little bit of business. Yes. So, our channel this week had a big boost. Mm-hmm. We got six new subscribers. Yeah, something about um, there. Some are from the interview we did last week, and some mm-hmm. are from a new strategy that we're pursuing. Um, if you wanna lay that out.
1: Um. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, we've taken to making much shorter videos, which is something we've been like slowly inching towards. Mm-hmm. And because the, a part of the problem that we found was that that people weren't. We were trying to make like a show. And that show would have like three, four, eight, ten different things, interviews, different segments, different written pieces and everything. And we would find no one would watch past like the first minute and a half segment. And we've been fighting it for a long time. (laughs) But we've now gotten to like, let's just like make minute and a half segments. I guess what we did Mm -hmm. is tested out by taking all those old segments that were big, whole, full episodes that yeah. were nine minutes. chopped then them cutting all them down into
0: each segment.
1: And those would get more views than the big, whole, full
0: yeah. piece. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I feel like another thing we added this week was the tight turnaround time of like mm. have an idea, yeah. Do the idea now. Don't wait for another time because mm-hmm. when you wait, either you get disenchanted with the idea and don't do it. Or you feel like this idea is not enough, let's build it up. Yeah. Um, both of which we've done to different ideas. Yeah. And so there is, it kind of gives you a, I would, I think it results in a different.
1: There's an immediacy. kind
0: of idea when you're just like, I have this idea. All right, get the camera, let's do it.
1: Yeah. Well, I noticed like a lot of projects, not just like on YouTube, but like, oh, that, that's just the easiest one to see because mm-hmm. I'm always on it, but like a lot of projects from artist friends and myself that mm-hmm. you you get into something and you're like this is going to be the most precious thing that you've ever put together mm-hmm. and especially if you're going to try like on youtube to make one precious thing ever yeah. every week <laughs> and so you end up like holding these things up and even if it is just like you're just a vlogger and you're like you know i, I moved to a new apartment or mm-hmm. you know i went to dinner or we had a party at work or something like that. You end up sitting on, you know, two hours of information that you may have filmed. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And you're like, I don't know how to put this together. And then you start to put it together because you're excited because you just brought it home. And you pick at it for a while and you're like, oh, I could do better. Like, well, I'll get back to it next week. And then stuff like sits around. And then people eventually like two weeks later put stuff out. 4 weeks later, 2 months, a year later, yeah. and it has no ending and they put on like a little tag of like sorry I couldn't think of an ending. Right. Like that. And and we do the same thing too of, of where we're putting all this work of like we got to find the right words, we got to find the right image. We'll wait until we find you know the right scenario yeah, to film. Yeah. Whereas in what we're trying to do now is just be like that's an idea. Let's just Whatever we got to do to get that story out.
0: Well, I'm saying that's enough of an idea, too. Yeah. Of like, to specifically talk about the one we posted last night. Come on, Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we went out with the intention of filming this whole other thing at the White Tower, and then that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And so we went to have tea at this tea house on the river, which, as a sidebar... Was a rest, It used to be a different restaurant that we went to all the time. Mm-hmm. And then we just came back after a couple of years of not going. And now it's a tea house. <laughs> and all of the street vendors along the street recognized us. And like other other restaurateurs recognized us. And we're like, hey, you're back. Which is really funny. <laughs> and then was, I thought it was funny to see like, oh, you're, you're still street vending. Like, mm. well, what else would they do? <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny. They,
1: like, yeah, but then these are like people that are. You know, 40s, 50s, 60s.
0: I guess it's true. It's a lot of older. Yeah. I mean, 40s not old, uh, but. <laughs>
1: but yeah, what? That's where they live. Like, yeah. for us to like come back and we haven't been there in a year, but we've been going there for like eight years, and we're like, oh, you're still here. Like, this is my house. Right. <laughs> or,
0: like, they sell the that cold glutinous rice dessert. Mm. Like, that's what I do. Yeah. Um, it's not like I'm looking up... I'm not going to start a restaurant empire. <laughs> I make enough money doing this. I just, I like making this. That's what I do.
1: Yeah, and it is like a... It's the river culture. It's this nice redone pathway that, where everyone goes down to spend their Saturdays or Sunday afternoons
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, or lunches or, or whatever. Uh, so these people that are working there that are, just have like bang, bang, stick and some flan yeah. are probably... They do that for a while. They take a break and they go play Mahjong.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They go back out for dinner and sell a little bit more. A lot of times I think it's like somebody else that they live with makes it at home and then sends yeah, them out yeah. with it. Like,
0: Sometimes I wonder if there's like one lady who makes it for the whole For everybody. And they all go pick <laughs> it up from. But I, I have no <laughs> information. But one of the vendors that walks along is an ear cleaner. And that's. There's
1: the tons thing. of them. Yeah. But there's one in particular.
0: One type of vendor that walks along.
1: Well, but I mean, the ear people. There's like they 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 bread and butter pass by each other. Oh but right sit, right right right. Sword right. sticks go
0: swang swang swang. <laughs> yeah.
1: And they just you're like there's like five of you here all going
0: swang. Yeah. Shrang. But and it's a thing like if you ever watch travel shows about going to China, um, they'll they'll probably talk about doing that because it is. It's a good visual, someone digging around in here. Mm-hmm. And I was curious. So I was like, "Again, let's I want eight to try Eight years. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, of course, we had our cameras with us. so Peter was filming it. And then, sitting around after, joking around, um, Peter was like, what if we did a video and, like, we could hear your thoughts? And then, we, ha, ha, ha. Wait, wait a second. What if we did this video? And I think that's the the tight turnaround part of that as a, considering it as an exercise because we're not abandoning other ways of working. Yeah. But I think it's helping us to say when we're joking around about among ourselves of like, no, that's an idea. Let's pursue it.
1: Yeah. Because it's that simple. It's that silly of just like, here's a joke why don't we figure out how do we tell that story? And that's why it, it, it works as a sketch of like, the physical act of figuring out how do we turn that joke into a visual gag? Yeah. And put words to it, and then put music to it, and then yeah. produce visual presentation over it, and then put it on the internet. Yeah. Like now you made a whole production out of like, one little joke that- Yeah,
0: and it's it's the difference between us sitting around and amusing each other, mm. and us realizing we can use that to maybe amuse other people because i I think our goal with youtube is to capture we we amuse each other all the time we we think we're we're fun (laughs) and so our goal is to kind of capture that usness that we get to experience every day and share that because that's all we have is Mm -hmm. our point of view and so this is kind of like
1: well, yeah, like getting that, more
0: granular about, like, what, how do we make each other laugh?
1: Well, that we have our skills, our our trade, yeah. our craft that we've worked on professionally has been about telling stories mm-hmm. in all different kinds of mediums. So when we set upon we're going to go somewhere and try and figure out how, what kind of story we want to tell and how to tell it, mm-hmm the easiest thing is like oh well it's great now we have youtube these days yeah <laughs> not just us but like you know the world and things like youtube mm-hmm. and the technology to put it all together that what we realized what we didn't want to do was just do journalism of yeah. this is us in china
2: yeah
1: um so to figure out how to tell these little just jokes as exercises for our bigger project, when we do our series, like when we're trying to figure out how do we write scenes that are five minutes long mm-hmm. with a bunch of people, like this these are the practice pieces of putting them together. Yeah. Like going like, hey, that joke that you just said, that one sentence was really funny. What if we put four other sentences with it? Yeah. And then Put a camera over here <laughs>
0: yeah and i would say it short circuits the part of your brain that goes but should you really bother mm. because you don't take time to think of it like so i'm not i'm not an artist but this is how i've kind of been thinking of it in my head of like gesture drawing just gets your eye and your hand moving mm. to like what you're seeing and thinking about and like gets that image on the paper it's maybe not the the most accurate, and it's maybe not the best work you've ever done, but it gets you doing that work and it like starts to automate connections of like, you don't have to think about elbows so much anymore. Is that accurate?
1: I would say it definitely is, because you can look at, if you're looking at a real master, Mm -hmm. somebody who really has either the experience or just the flat out raw talent, whatever, that they can do it when they're young. If you look at people's sketchbooks, most people like it is that rough like it is like you know an elbow is like this and you're like well what are you what are you doing there i'm trying to figure out the elbow i'm gonna have to yeah. and you start <laughs> to erase it here and you yeah. have an elbow there and you erase it there and you can you can watch on a on a, somebody's work of where mm-hmm. if they're using pencil it's probably eraser marks or if they're using pen like mm-hmm. it's just you're really light sketching Mm-hmm. And that arm is going down and down. Yeah. <laughs> with a master, you can actually see that they like they take one line and gesture draw, yeah. and you're like, oh my god, this is like I can see the body of like a Rembrandt sculpture yeah. where like every muscle is defined with one line. Like, how did you,
0: mm-hmm. how did
1: you get that one line over here also to show me how ribs are done? Yeah, like, and I
0: think it seems like as, as in any discipline learning Chinese, or any language, right. or even Rubik's Cube, there's a difference <laughs> between the moves I have to... I know all the moves, but there are still some I have to step-by-step step go through, and there are some that I'm just like, I can automatically just do it, because I don't... It's a, it's instinct. We've right. An instinct, and so I feel like this, is, this quick turnaround is kind of a more instinctual way of
1: and it really, filmmaking
0: and joke-telling, and so maybe it's not going to result in our masterpiece but it's going to help right. us pursue our masterpiece
1: yeah it, it's a matter of, of honing your skills of with those sketchbooks being able to figure out like at you some point you get enough where you don't make all those extra arm marks and you start right. getting I can and then you can get faster to the actual project that you're doing mm-hmm. beyond a sketch if you can like, yeah it's your faster idea. is the yeah.
0: word because if you have to take time to think of like okay the arm I need the, these components. Then you're just going to spend a long time drawing yeah. an arm. Whereas if you, if that's automatic, then you've got the arm and you can add the details that you.
1: Right, because you know the vocabulary that you're using. You know what you're trying to define, mm-hmm. and that's experience. Like I mean, like this is like, like I don't know how to play keyboards, mm-hmm. but I can sound like I know, and I can talk to you while I'm doing it, yeah. and I can sound like I'm playing a solo as I speak (laughs) because I've done it enough times Mm -hmm. that I know that these chords go with these notes if I play them at a certain rhythm and I can sing along with them. So it's honing your craft so that you can get to telling a story better and Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things I'm most excited about Mm -hmm. is... Because, again,
0: we're not giving up on scripting things out or planning things out or working on stuff over time. We're but
1: going from where this we... This
0: is an additional tool.
1: We were taking some what we know from working in journalism of, like, let's go to a restaurant and we'll show you the food that we eat and we'll tell you a little bit about the food and we'll do a little bit of looking up on the Internet and where did this spice come from. or, mm. Going from that and, like, what I know about photography and videography and... Storytelling through sequential art mm-hmm. to tell that basic story. We did that.
2: Yeah. And it wasn't
1: really that fun. Yeah. And, but it helped us with all of our skills. It put all those skills together. So now we're actually taking those skills and we can make that quick sketch and go, yeah. Like, hey, let's, let's work on the story more. Yeah. The story, it being, I hate that kid, Jason.
0: Right. Well, and that, that came from we actually. This we're discussing like oh if we were doing this as the vlog then I would blah 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 and uh and I kind of and you can
1: speak some Chinese now so you were talking with oh the yeah, guy and like do we include that into it? If um, you're going to but I it? mean
0: like maybe you could tell I didn't translate any of it for you but it's yep. like all the same basic yep. small talk conversation I've had with so it's I my, and the same ones that my I watched. insight was a lot of vlogging is not about like look at a new thing you've never seen before because. Like we said, if you've ever watched a travel show about China, you've probably seen them do the ear cleaning thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's watched this thing happening to me. Yep. And that's where I, I've... Like, I don't... Personally want to say that ever in my life. Like, <laughs> my sister had to talk me out of eloping because I didn't want that much <laughs> attention, even from my friends and family on our wedding day. And so we had, like we just invited our immediate families mm-hmm. and a couple people. Um, and that was, I mean, that was a right choice. We a happy <laughs> wedding. But it's like- It
1: was a great wedding. That
0: just, I'm not like slamming anybody who does yep. want to share that, that with, share themselves well, with what it, strangers that way, but like that, I, that feels incredibly uncomfortable to me. So it, like, I never want to say like, but look at it happening to me. And so then like, what would the story be? Oh, we came up with this different story.
1: One of the things I can tell right off the bat is... So, we, we came across that, we were filming something, then we thought like, oh, here's an idea to make it a little different, let's do something weird with it. I took it home, and zip, zip, zip,
2: mm-hmm. and it
1: was up and it was out. And then I get to the point where, so I'm going to put it on YouTube, what do we call it?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I can see where the problem is. The problem, our problem, is that the most obvious thing that you're going to look for, you're a China vlogger, you want to name it something like American gets ear cleaned, Chinese ear cleaning, uh, foreigner gets ear cleaning, all those things that are obvious, and they all come up immediately like thousands of them and <laughs> all of the thumbnails are pictures of people going ah, Yeah. Ah, exactly the same shot that we had it's just that's you so it's a matter of
0: like slightly uncomfortable
1: <laughs> <laughs> so all all you do is you're, everyone that has any interest in that is going to type that in and then and you're looking at each thumbnail and going whose face do I like the most that came up first
0: yeah and, and I, I, have, that's, I have a beautiful face but I don't really want to be judged <laughs> and, on that <laughs>
1: Competition of faces with things stuck in their ears.
0: Yeah.
1: That. It, it. There's a whole bunch of faces doing that, and that's not. We're not actually telling you. We're not even interested. Well, in that's where we're it,
0: we're setting ourselves up for failure because a title like that is actually misleading because we're not actually telling you about right. how to get your ears clean.
2: So then if that's, that's the
0: information you wanted, you'd be mad that we yeah. pulled the rug
1: out under you. But Yeah, so we're not interested in telling that story because there's plenty of other people who have told you this is how you get your ears cleaned. It costs about this much. Or they'll clean it out this much. And then, isn't it weird? And that, They don't
0: show you the stuff that comes out. <laughs> Some people might. Kind of wanted to but, see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, um, but since we knew going into when we were filming it, i was like, ah, we don't want to do this. But what we do want to do, what we came across was a completely different story that was just a joke of like... Uh, like he's digging around so deep in there like... if you could see inside your head? Yeah. And then what is inside your head? And you're thinking about this one annoying kid Jason. Yeah. And then we're like... Mm-mm. Make more jokes about that. And before we knew it we had a story. Mm-hmm. And now... It's set... Because we're foreigners... On a Saturday afternoon getting ears cleaned. Mm-hmm. That's the setting. Mm-hmm. It's not... Hey, people back home watch a foreigner get their ear cleaned this is a we're not doctors we don't know anything about that Yeah. but it's just this, <laughs> yeah. now it's the setting and the, what we want we to do is tell a story
0: look at me but don't look at me
1: <laughs> but the yeah the you telling the story in your head that is something that you've actually thought about
2: mm-hmm.
1: of oh, this annoying kid you're yeah. a teacher and, and you there's well, so many true. students that are great but every once in a while there's that one that sticks in your mind and like the idea now of of The more we talked about it, like a a guy that's digging in your ear to clean your head out and what he could see inside is your hatred for this annoying kid that (laughs) just bothers you every day. Because
0: everybody who works with children, everybody who works with people in a service capacity knows that some people are just annoying. You still have to treat them all well. You still have to teach the annoying kids and be fair with them. Mm-hmm. But teachers have kids they don't like. Mm-hmm. It's just true. And, you know. It's a tough job. It's because kids are people. And not everybody likes everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my misanthropic
1: And there's, a, there's
0: justification for why this is actually a positive video.
1: <laughs> you <know>? There's probably
0: <coughs>
1: most shows, movies that I can think of where there is a teacher that's A Mm -hmm.
0: character—that's
1: there's usually some kind of good comedic plot in there of like, oh, these kids.
0: Yeah, or like AP Bio. It's a whole show about a guy who (laughs) resents his students because he doesn't—he wishes he was a college professor, not a high school teacher. Mm -hmm. And and in fiction, I do think acting out on that is hilarious. Mm -hmm. To be clear, in nonfiction, you should respect children in your (laughs) care.
1: Well, just that, in case there's
0: any confusion about it, And
1: that. that actually is something that we do worry about and think about is because we're kind of in this weird area of are we making fictional stories
2: mm-hmm.
1: where only some people have made it known to us that they one of the things is I don't know if this is satire. I don't know if you people are actually just being vloggers On multiple pieces that we have, yeah. we will get comments of like, Either they, they think that we're just being flat out honest.
0: Or like or, we pose a facetious quandary in the video and then like get real advice in the comments. Right. For with right. It.
1: <laughs> and, and in any event, because it's on YouTube and we're in a foreign country, there's going to be this, the, the, this thought that we're probably just either weird or annoying like the idea that we're, and we are <laughs> we are <laughs> but we're writing it to be deliberately
0: well and and the, the confusion also like we did start out as a non-fiction
1: <coughs> yeah
0: thing vlog right. uh, whatever um so but i it, kind of think that confusion is i don't mind that people are confused
1: well i think that
0: postmodernism is decades old yeah like, What we're trying to our do our narratives have meta-narratives built in them. figure right. it out, that's exciting.
1: This is what actually is exciting for us, is now we're, we're embracing that and playing with that and not taking it personally if somebody is confused, whether they're mm-hmm. upset, I mean, some people are just mad, that like, this, you're wrong.
2: Yeah.
1: That, that, that's fine, like, I don't have to worry, I'm not gonna lose sleep over that. Yeah. Whereas then somebody could also just be like, well, that's just dumb. Like, well, it is just yeah. dumb, like, that's fine too. I'm <laughs> not
0: gonna defend it, it's dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Um, Made me
0: laugh, though. I mean, I guess that's my defense. It made me laugh.
1: And that's the thing, is that we are just doing a thing. What, are we not going to do a thing? Like, how do I live my life? Like, we decided we not saving up to buy a house. Yeah. We're not, like, looking for that career desk job. Like, we've had that. Mm -hmm. We've lived in the big city. We don't need a
0: college fund for kids we're not going to have. Right, we're
1: not going to have kids. So, like, what we like to do is... Something other than watch TV or like
0: make TV for other people, to watch. <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> so that's that's how we have fun,
2: yeah.
1: And and how other people perceive it is
2: mm-hmm.
1: aside from the thing, but but we have a lot of discussions about that. Of like, I hope no one actually watches this and thinks that you're a really shitty teacher, but yeah.
0: Well, and that's why we did like have consideration, we backed away from lines that were like, I hate teaching. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, because um, I don't. That I don't want to put out there as a, as a confuse, as a, f- confusing of reality. Right. But I'll put out there that I hate. Well, you a kid. could if this. If this was <laughs> you a, don't know this kid. <laughs>
1: if this was a show on like ABC or something like that, you would have notes from from the head office that would say, yeah. like, you can't say that about like your character's a teacher. Or, they would say, this is a, a rotten person, and because right, you're on right. mainstream TV, you could say that because we have defined. We're in a spot where people are like, I thought these guys were vloggers and teachers, English teachers. Right, they are right. English teachers. Wait a minute, are they rotten English teachers they're right, just like putting right. it in everyone's face?
0: Like, am I going to get fired because of something I put on YouTube? That's the worst thing that happens in the 21st century.
2: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I think that's where writing for your character is a more specific parody. Mm-hmm. Um... Of of actual in this area of China of vloggers, but and then we have also added like the weirder elements of that. No one is actually sitting around saying like, I, I need my soft underbelly to be exposed to be a man. That's like pure or us. Or if you're going <laughs> to the doctor,
1: bring your own thermos full of milk. right,
0: right. Don't wait. So blind. there is like we're we're working from a template of like influencers that we see that we think is are acting in a way that deserves parody, but then we're also still adding this, this wackiness twist, but and people still do confuse if your character is a real person or not. Yeah. But I, I think from a writing point of view it is like we've we narrowed down that point of view pretty specifically. Well there's
1: somebody there was And
0: too- I I feel like we went from parody China vlogs and we're taking it into something weirder, mm-hmm. um, whereas with my character it is a little, I'm not sure what I want to represent. <laughs> well,
1: because you're still working on it. We had one... Because
0: s- I also think anything we came up with just felt too close to what we were already doing for you. Yes. Um, yeah, we don't
1: want to rewrite a different character that is saying the same thing. So
0: So I think there's more, because like the joke of that influencer culture is dumb. Mm-hmm. We don't need two of us to do that. So I right. think through my character, we're kind of... We barely doing need some one more to do it. Explore, yeah, we, <laughs> some exploratory writing. I mean, we're still exploratory writing with you. Right. Um, but we do kind of have that, that more stable foundation. Well, now that
1: our my character has a voice, mm-hmm. now it's in the future, maybe we start being like, well, how did he get that way? Where yeah. is he from? Like, that is where that fun kind of filling in the dots yeah. later on. But... He has a voice of like he he'll do a thing. If you mm-hmm. were just to meet this character on the street, yeah. this is your gonna your your, your first impression of him. Mm-hmm. We're still trying to figure out yeah. that with but there's like because we've had constantly just because there's like strange imagery or weird music or something, mm-hmm. people that we've gone over this board are like, hey, enough with the drugs, right? And to the point where we even put, um, it's not coming up now, but like we put a disclaimer in our in our description yeah. of like don't do drugs especially yeah. if you're coming to China yeah and we just got one the other day that was uh, and uh, worded the most annoying of like so drugs are really bad you know mm, so lay off them K written with mm K mmm and so I wrote back with like before it would have been upsetting yeah and then more upsetting the fact that we had a disclaimer so I just wrote back of like oh so you read through our description that's great
2: you know, uh, good,
1: good job staying clean, alrighty?
2: <laughs> like, yeah. so
1: I don't have to get pissed about this, and that's not even pissy, like that. I'm just, you know, like, okay, yeah. alrighty, fine, we're all playing yeah. a game, and no one needs to get hurt. This is just the internet, it's just YouTube, like, yeah. no one is like, you know, me too anything about this, it's the right. dumb jokes, we're just making dumb jokes. Yeah. And if you think it's because we're on drugs, well, I mean, we already preempted that with saying we're not. Yeah. And whatever, it's just <laughs> a joke.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So playing with these characters is something that we put a lot of thought into because we want yeah. them to be responsible, responsible writing.
0: Yeah. And then also from the other side of production, it's kind of a reverse engineer of what we're learning through writing a pure piece of fiction in the in the miniseries mm-hmm. is that like your characters say stuff but your characters also are doing stuff mm-hmm. and that's where like what was unsatisfying about first person addressing the camera was that that's something that, yeah it felt like something was missing and what was missing is like an environment in which things are happening and then I am also talking and that's yeah. where like I, that's what I think is successful about, um, Jason, I hate you, <laughs> is that we have a character is doing something and then the thoughts are telling a completely different story that mm. I'm, like, existing in the world and the thoughts interact with the world in an appropriate way.
1: Which, yeah, going so that, back... So
0: that there's, like, an extra layer of richness and hopefully, and who knows, and I don't care, um, <laughs> but maybe that could signal to people, like, that this is not... This is not confessional. This is not first. This is not a first-person nonfiction piece. This we're piece not of, looking
1: for advice. We've actually gone over this many times ourselves to be well, able. Well, even
0: to not not just what we're looking for, but for, for them how to read it is that this is mm. closer to sketch sketch comedy if you think it's funny. But it's closer <laughs> to a scene or drama if you don't. Yeah, it's closer to a scene than a vlog because it has those two pieces. Yeah. Of, Doing something, saying something.
1: And I would say that, like, if we were so worried about it, it would be upsetting that no one gets it, but people do get it. We do. Yeah. Uh, there are other people that comment uh, that, like, get that this is some kind of quasi satire.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so it's not like that we're off the mark. It's the yeah. same thing as, like, when we're watching whoever our favorite political comedians or something like mm-hmm. that, and you're like, how can this group of people? look at this person's joke and it just not even gets close to the top of the head and they're either not willing to go there Mm -hmm. or their mindset is so completely different that like they are doing nothing but looking at YouTube, China YouTube and looking for how exactly do you get from step A to step C and if you don't know, I'm gonna fill it in and tell you that you did it wrong or tell me how they're looking for some kind of fact as opposed
0: right which yeah I'm, I'm very incredibly unconcerned with the motivations yeah. of people who don't get what we're doing and it is then nice that there are people who do get what we're doing That's the because motivation. the stuff that we like is often stuff that we see comments of like I don't get it or mm. like you know we've all had the experience of showing something to someone and having them be like oh okay you like that like we don't all like
1: the same stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Um. Well, I think there's a lot of people that are here or in any situation or country for a long time. Like, you don't watch or pay attention that much to... I mean, when we before we moved here, we watched all anything Chinese that we could find. Chinese movies, yeah. Chinese news, yeah. Chinese networks. And, you know, eight years later, I'm like, ah, oh, here's another, you know, another foreigner has entered the the YouTube world, and I look at their YouTube page and I'm just like, oh, okay, great. This is, that's, yep, with the eight brains here. And yeah. like, it's not even like it's like, this is bad. It's just that like, you're you're tired of it because you, you just, you know, mm-hmm. but you don't, it's not that you're tired of it. Like I'm so sick of China and I want to leave. You're like, well, what is the deeper story?
0: Yeah.
1: I think that's the excitement of where we're at. Of like, yeah. these are stories that are happening to us in China. Right. Not a, describing.
0: But it, it's not about China. Yeah. Which I think, like, the one of the other big ones we did this week, the Money for Goods. Oh, yeah, the, the Animation, cartoon. which is almost at 700 views in one yeah. week. Which is gigantic for us. Um, this, is based the- on, this is based on a true story. I saw on the way home a kid trying to pay for something with a leaf, and I thought it was adorable. <laughs> and we kind of kicked that around for a couple weeks this that that moment and then you got it in your head you could animate the scene right and then one night again you did
1: well because we were thinking of like well how do we tell that story do we put it into a bigger
0: story mm-hmm.
1: do we do if we i hire...
0: describe it to you it's not as cute yeah you have to the, the seeing it is what's cute and i didn't have my camera so you can't right. see the live footage but we have animation as
1: a tool. We've talked about the different ways you could tell a story, and one of them is this format here, mm-hmm. and you could tell us that story, and it doesn't really have that impact. We could also go hire a kid and a vendor.
0: Oh, and yeah, we could stage it. Yeah, we could sta- stage the whole thing, that.
1: and it would be a beautiful shot, and we get out the gimbal, and we could get the soft glow yeah. of the afternoon sun and everything like that, And but it's not worth all of that trouble because it's a cute story. Yeah. It deserves more than just like, hey, saw a funny thing. Yeah. But it doesn't deserve enough of like a full production with like, let's get craft services out. of (laughs)
0: people,
1: yeah. Yeah. So animation was, after thinking about it for a while, like that's the way to go. And as simple as possible. It's only 30 seconds long. Mm -hmm. It took me longer to write the music than it was for, and there's no script either, so.
0: Mm -hmm. And (laughs) that you abstracted the people into hot dog (laughs) shapes kind of um takes it out of china and makes it more universal yep um which is part of realizing like in a in a theoretical sense that our audience isn't necessarily other people in china or china vloggers but also practically we do know from who comments we do have some people in china who comment but a lot of our most our, our loudest supporters are not actually connected to the China vlog world at all, and that's actually—we we fancy ourselves comedic writers. That's—we don't—we don't want to tell you how to live in China. We want to make you laugh about stuff that happened to us and that stuff happened to have happened in China.
2: Yeah, it and could I, have I happened.
0: think that's where...
1: It could happen in New York City. Yeah, yeah. So that's I can't imagine like that no kid ever has tried to pay for an ice cream or whatever. Right, well, and
0: that, yeah, that's what makes it a, a cute, relatable story to anybody. Not just like, yeah. we're not saying like, aren't Chinese children so dumb? <laughs> or like, com- or. communism warps the brains of little kids to think that leaves are currency. Right. Um, or like. A moment with a child and a vendor that was cute that you could see anywhere, and we saw it here. But then that also means for marketing it, much like with Jason, we didn't call it traditional Chinese ear cleaning. Yeah. We're not putting China in the title so much anymore because we do want to get
1: trying to wean that out a, best as best possible. A wider possible.
0: audience, and somehow China having the huge population that it does doesn't mean it's a big audience.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, because we're in English. Although we do have some Chinese people who watch us too. Yeah. It? Ni hao, ni min hao.
1: Yep. We've, um. We've, people that are even from the town or know the town or have come from the town. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We have some Lu Zhouites, yeah. Lu Zhou um, So yeah, we don't want to limit an audience, but it turned out in our research that putting China at the forefront was actually limiting our audience.
1: Yeah, well, because knowing that most of our audience, the people that watch China vlog, they're they're watching what's going on in Hong Kong, Singapore, Beijing. They're mm-hmm. looking for, oh, and that's where they want to move, because I mean, mm-hmm. wherever you're coming from, more than likely, you I want to move to the big city. If I'm moving to a big country, that's mm-hmm. completely different. I want some place that, I mean, if I was moving from here and I wanted to move to America. Mm-hmm. I'd want to move to New York City.
0: And also, in English these days, when you say China, people expect a political conversation. And we yeah. are we are trying to be pretty apolitical yeah. about what the the kinds of stories that we tell.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's all political is personal, but <laughs> <laughs> we are t- we're trying to tell small. And this is explicitly political, but we are trying to tell small stories that humanize people who may look differently from you look, from how you look. That was a tortured sentence. <laughs> but, so, the, the we don't have any grand statement to say about politics that people, and that go along with the discussions people want to have about tariffs or extradition or whatever, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. We'd want no less than for you just to consider the wide world that right. we all choose.
1: 'Cause yeah, we don't know anything about like people what's like that. <laughs> what's going on in rooms in Hong Kong. I, I yeah. don't know what those people are doing. People with money that are discussing And I don't
0: have anything useful to add to a public conversation. Yeah. I'm, my 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 political leanings are that I'm with protesters wherever they are generally, <laughs> um, not Charlottesville, but you, know, you but, know what I mean.
1: But where we are actually as people is we're talking to the the taxi cab driver.
2: Local.
0: Yeah, like, yeah.
1: Once again, where we're from, we're telling them.
0: Yeah. And we'll,
1: <laughs> you know whatever person is at the restaurant or
0: yeah yeah
1: somebody at a store that is actually turns out to be our neighbor Mm -hmm. works at the restaurant we just wandered into yeah like it's just the same story that you had back home
0: that's if I was if I was a short story writer I would write the stories about small interactions Mm. I wouldn't write a sweeping saga about political international intrigue
1: Which is the That's
0: not what we're doing
1: Just by having China In any of our titles Of our video Is that's what hurts us It sets
0: that expectation That you're telling The (laughs) interpolitical International political (laughs) Geopolitics Saga And that's Misleading Because that's not What we're doing Yeah So that's a funny thing To learn like
1: There is the other side That is The rural countryside That is People want
0: I guess that's that's, yeah. that's, the but there o- o- that's the other acceptable China right. topic.
1: But there isn't a lot of people that are out there doing that.
0: And we're not doing that. And we live in a that. city of two million people.
1: Yeah, we we live in country-adjacent suburbia.
0: Yeah, we've driven through the countryside. Yeah.
1: We can see the countryside.
0: Yeah, but so that's all to say that the expectations that just saying the name of the country we're in mm. actually... Um, don't help us.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the Even
0: though, like, we being in China is significant to us, and right. part of the story we're telling is is some of the the experiences we have living in the Chinese culture. But um,
1: well, anything that you're doing, you the the business side is always find your niche. Yeah, and so if you're going to say that it's my niche is music and my niche in music is pop hip-hop with a slant of trap bass
2: like yeah. whatever <laughs> whatever
1: that hole that you're going down to find there's still like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people
2: yeah. that
1: are doing the same thing calling them the same stuff so it's you're going to have that entrapment of like we're a podcast about philosophy like I mean, wow, there's other podcasts out there that are philosophy. Well, the
0: philosophy podcast fans do not think we're a podcast about exactly, philosophy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and as much as we're not a podcast about China. Yeah, yeah. And are we a podcast about art? Well, we talk about it in an abstract philosophical way, but we're certainly not telling you how to use brushes.
0: Yeah, we're not going into art history very
1: often. And we also talk about business, but we, yeah. are, we, don't, we can't crunch any numbers for you. <laughs> right
0: which is i mean so don't those, listen to anything those we're those saying so it's been the case that genre labels artists musicians writers hate them mm-hmm. and no one ever considered their considers their work to be part of a genre mm-hmm. it's more for audiences so that they don't like if you go to a bookstore yeah, that's not just a random pile of books that you have to look through you want to see like Okay, chiclet has a meaning. Mm-hmm. I want to
1: read some chiclet. Right. And is there any chiclet that takes place in China? Yeah, it's that book on that one shelf over there.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do now. I want to read some Chinese chiclet. Mm-hmm. Oh, it did stop. It did stop at some point. Did the Sony it, stop? No, I'm still recording there. Say noodles to you. Noodles to you!